is random convos from the couch hey everyone it's cody and charisma and you're now listening to random convos from the couch podcast stay tuned everyone we are back hello hope you guys uh are ready for today's episode as we are super excited to record for you guys of yeah course. we're happy to be back um to record with you guys mm-hmm. so <clears throat> starting the episode off like we always do new music yes um so we'll go ahead and start with uh with big lotto yeah, Lotto. Yeah, uh, she came out with seven seven seven. Um, I didn't. I'm still trying to. Uh, and I don't know. Is this supposed to be her official, official debut? debut? Well, let me. Uh, well, let me Google. Let me make sure. I think it is. Uh, unless if they counted last year's project. Um, While he's looking that up, guys. Um, I like the project. A lot. Um, well, they counted Queen the Southeast. Official, so this must be our second, second album. Yeah. Okay. Second studio album, yeah. Um, but I liked it a lot, uh, more than I thought that I would. Mm-hmm. Um, only song I really didn't care for is the one with Kodak Black, so that's not on my phone. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I'll tell you everything we need to know. Exactly. Yeah. But I liked it though. Yeah, I would say. What did uh, you think? Well, like, well, I only can give thoughts of what I've listened to. Um, I do like our intros. Uh, I count yes. both of them. I like this. I like the um, seven 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 part two. Okay, the more one than where the bankroll got it in Diego Avenue. Okay. Yeah, and she's like uh, four on the deck. Yeah, that mm-hmm. one. Yeah, I like that. Um, and it's funny. She actually was in the city yesterday uh, performing. She did. Yeah. And uh, from what I saw from the looked video, like it was a good turnout. Yeah, she had like a red like. Looked like it was kind of jumpsuit. red or pink. Yeah, yeah jumpsuit. Yeah, I, I did like that. Um, I did like, but also with that being said, she came out with the uh, big energy remix. We initially thought it was gonna be Nicki Minaj. I'm gonna be honest. I still have not heard it. You haven't heard? I haven't heard the whole thing. You haven't either. <laughs> no. Uh, I do have a friend who really likes the original, and he told me that he's not as. Like the he remix. likes the original, like Mariah's no, 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 original the, or Lotto's? The, the, the Lotto version. Okay. Because he plays it all the time. Okay. And so, uh, with Mariah, you know, it was okay to him. But, you um, know what? I bet it's, it probably wasn't even good. Mm-hmm. That's why no one's talking about it. Well, I I mean, true. I do think that Lotto's still in a position where she's still not um, up there when it comes to female rap. Like, in the case where I think that when I heard Mariah, I'm thinking, oh, this could be like the Savage remix will be that right. type shit. Because, you know, it's a pop And how no one's talking about it. Apparently, it's not. Yeah. Because um, we haven't even listened to it yet. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe I'll listen to it today just to kind of, the way I heard it. You know, because I've heard Big Energy and stuff. Um, but, yeah. Um, at the same time, um, it was good for her. Good, good solid pro- from Like I said, from what I heard, I do like the song with, you know, Chaz Gabino and uh, you know, Lil Wayne. Like, mm-hmm. on it and everything. Um, so, um, she's going to do, she's going to do some, I think this is going to be her best work, um, just on the basis of now she's bigger now, you know, once she dropped the move, now she's getting, getting it and everything like that. Also, with that being said, with some music that came out, uh, Dreamville came out with a project. Yesterday. Uh, D-Day. Yeah. On, on Thursday and everything. Cause I actually, um, this weekend is actually the Dreamville festival. Yeah. And, uh. 
hope that goes well and everything. But the, from from what I heard from the mixtape, because they got with DJ Drama, so I like that they decided to go with that route. Mm-hmm. I, I liked it. Uh, each person song sounding good and everything. I like the features all make sense. Like stick with Check West, just that stick, stick that sound. Um, and y'all, yeah. I I was telling Cody like mm-hmm. <clears throat> listening to it. And J. Cole is not on every song. I think he might be on like, okay, I'm going to say three or four. Um, I was telling Cody, listening to his verses and stuff, and even just recently like with his guest features, Mm -hmm. he is definitely um, proven to me like he's definitely like in my top five, you know. Yeah. You know, the thing about J. Cole is I'm starting to – like, he's really talented. He is. He's always been that way. I think with him kind of like, he still to me was like under the radar a lot in a case where like he wasn't dropping every day. You remember that uh, that Kendrick run mm-hmm. was when Good Kid Mad City come out? He was on every guest feature. He was starting to get awards. He was And it's, it's interesting and because it's like, it seemed like J. Cole never really had that or he did have that, but he did. He's never really gotten the accolades. Yeah, like I think like he's, Kendrick did. He's always right. He's always been in a situation where he'll come out, but he'll always just kind of like step back and let everybody like he does his his music does the talking. He's mm-hmm. still low key. Like, but has has, has has he always been that way, or do you think that he did want to be big, but they like maybe his label at the time didn't support him, so he was just like, I'll yeah. just no, no, no. He's still getting support from uh, from Rock Nation and everything. Uh, no, like what I mean is, do you think he always wanted to be like how he is now, like oh, kind of like a low key rapper? No, I think I think he just turned overnight. I think because I feel like when he first came out, he mm-hmm. wasn't low key. I feel like he was going to award shows and stuff, and now he doesn't. Yeah, I mean, and I think that he probably got that because he still feel fairly young, right? Yeah. How does Jay go? Like yeah. I feel like he's like thirty, like thirty three, thirty four. He's not old. Yeah, let me look up Jermaine real quick. Um, I feel like him and Drake are around the same age. Oh, I, damn, I should... 37. I should have... 1985. Oh, damn, he's old. Yeah. I thought he was, like, young. Like, I thought he was, like, Drake's age. Drake is, what, 35? 30, 34, what, 35. Did they come out around the same time? Maybe that's why I assumed yeah, they yeah, were. Yeah, because, I mean, around 2009, oh, okay. 2010, you know, and everything. But, yeah. But, no, J. Cole uh, definitely has been doing his thing. All three songs that he's on, fire. Every single one of them he's on. Um, I like Kaz, uh, you know. I don't know who that is. That's the dude that's, he's from California. He's say, he, we have the same name, Cody. Oh, okay. Uh, in real life. And so I like him. I like, uh, I like Jid or J.I.D., depending on how, you know, we say it. I like him. Um, Ari how does he, sound good. how does he, you want his name to be pronounced? Uh, you know, I don't know. Cause, uh, Has I, he I, ever said it? Like, you know, hey, y'all, my, it's Jid or it's J.I.D. What does he I say? Think, I think he'll say J.I.D., but I, but here's the thing. Some things they'll be like, just Jid, right? Uh-huh. And then other Times when he's featured on something, it's the periods in there. Oh, so I'm like, I don't know, but I get I, what you're saying, like, yeah, because it's like, no, it's not consistent. I got whatever. you, it's the disconnect. Because I've heard people, I've heard people say differently, and I'm like, yeah, I've heard well, which, I'm like, well, which one is he? So, but nonetheless, uh, he does a good job. Uh, I really like him, Earth Gang. I think um, I always get him confused with um, the person who manages Summer Walker. I wouldn't know that. Oh, the reason Rory talked about on the podcast, mm-hmm. and the name is similar to Justice. That's who I get confused with. Oh, Justice. I remember him. So um, I always think, is the name Justice League? Yeah, it's two Justice Leagues, too. 
Yeah, I think I can get that confused with J-I-D or like yeah. Jid. I yeah. think they're the same people. I think, because it's actually, it's funny. Because the J's. It's a Justice League, and it's a Justice League with the periods in between each letter. Yeah, so, so that's yeah. why I get them confused. And the like... Justice League with the periods are the producers and everything, so yeah. Okay. Um, also, just, you know, real quick, um, Summer Walker dropped an extended version to No Love with Cardi B. Video and people, the video looks good, but people were dragging Cardi B. Why? Well, uh, saying that she couldn't sing or something? Yeah, they said she didn't sound good. Oh, what, what did you think? What's your thought? <clears throat> I'm be honest. So, it sounds good sonically, mm-hmm. but I don't know what the hell she's saying. But you know what? I get you. Because it's it's different. I mm-hmm. do like the fact that we didn't, we got a different Cardi. But I think, I think how I would have wanted them to do it, I wouldn't put Cardi in the beginning. Because literally when she's done, it's the it's the song. It's the regular song you hear on the album. Right. So maybe if they could have like put her in the middle or put her towards the end, maybe it would have like felt like it's a remix. Because at one point I or not even one point, every time I listen to that version well, I feel like if they would forgetting about her. If they would have did it differently, mm-hmm. that means that um Summer and SZA will probably have to do a whole nother verse. But but that's what a remix really should have been. Remixes back that's how now. remixes used to be, yeah, but that's not how they are used now. Used to be a whole new beat, a whole new verse, a new guest feature, or uh, you added a guest feature mm-hmm. or a couple of people. That's what I miss about the remix. Remixes back in the day used to slap, especially. I the mean, 90s. nowadays, you you might have some artists when they do a remix, like they'll do another verse, mm-hmm. but it's rare. It is because uh, back like I used to love it if the song was like real slow, then they bring it upbeat for the remix. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the remix be harder than the, the original version. Exactly. You know, it's a it's a few of them like flavor in the air. Craig Mack. Craig Mack by himself. Like, right, you know whatever. We got Biggie. Or we got um. Busta, we got LL. Or or I could be lying. Or you know the crying out for me. Wasn't there a regular in the remix? I I don't know. Oh, Mar- Mario and Lil Wayne. Oh, oh, it was what? a remix? Oh, I, I have to listen to that. It's been a minute since. Oh, it's, but I thought the one featuring Lil Wayne was the remix. And, and, they, and they slowed it down. They probably did. I just haven't have listened That's to that. That's what I said because you said speed up and yeah. slow it down. Or uh, California Love. You know, they had the, the regular version. Even though it was the exact same verses, but the beat was different. I think they put that one on the actual The first album. one was like... Oh, da, da, da. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was a little bit more upbeat, you know, and stuff. But no, but back in the remixes, used to slap and stuff like that. Um, and last thing I want to bring up for music, at least for this part, before I actually go into something else for music I want to talk to you about. Okay. Um, Denzel Carey, one of, uh, you know, artists I really like, he came out with, um, <laughs> damn, <laughs> the album was long ago, hold on, Melt, Melt My Eyes, See Your Future. This project, y'all, from him was really good. It was better than what I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, and I shouldn't even put him in a, in a position where I'm like, yo, this album's going to be kind of like whatever. This album was really good. He, I will say from him, yo, excuse me, every album he records does not sound like the last one. He's I a, like that about him. He's a um, different type of rapper. Yeah, like he he's, don't, he's from Miami, but he don't sound like he's from Miami sometimes. So... Just knowing how he raps, mm-hmm. if you were to like put him on a tour mm-hmm. with people who would be like similar artists, um, it's funny we mentioned him earlier, uh, Jid. <laughs> I'll put him on there with Jid. Uh, I will put him on actually, I'll probably have him open up maybe for Jacob, but then again, he 
he actually has a big fan base. Because, um, you know, like, I don't, I've never heard of anyone ever mention listening mm-hmm. to him other than you. Right. So, and you, and you listen to, like, different types of music. I do. So, that's, that's why I'm trying to, like, gauge, you know like, who would, who would fans of this person be, like, similar fans of him? It. It's actually two different people. Okay. Because I don't, because you said J.I.D. and I'm like, yeah, I don't I know his music. I'll bring up people that you know. Okay. Travis Scott. I okay. feel like he can open for Travis. Like, if Travis wins okay. a new album, I can see that. But also... Kind of like the rave crowd? I, you can see that. I think I think it's a split. I do think that he has his black fans, but I do think he has a white audience, too. Which is what do you, you think is bigger? What do you mean? Like, the bigger fan base. Oh, the white for people? him? Yeah, whites or blacks. Uh, it's hard to tell, because I've never been to a J.I. Uh, excuse me. I haven't been to a Denzel Carey show. Okay. Um, I just know that a lot of videos he because he he goes overseas like to Europe and all that, mm-hmm. and he sells out. He, he's about to do that tour. He's actually uh, he he sold out a few shows already. He had to add another show, which is actually good for an artist if you can sell out a show pretty quickly right. while you're on tour, and then it's enough for you to add another one. And those more money out. for you do it. Yeah. Also, uh, Tyler the Creator. I feel like I feel like that one would probably fit more okay. than anybody. I feel like if he was on tour with Tyler. It's he uh, people going for Tyler, but people's not gonna be like, oh, he, like he could be a co-headliner, okay, know, stuff like that. But Denzel Carey's album was really good. I, I love theme albums. I love how it's just if you just pay attention to the videos and stuff. How'd you find him? I um, I don't. You know what? I don't know. It, it was a while ago when I found that. Did about he? Him. Do you think it just popped up like on? Apple Music? You know what? It probably was, but you know what? Probably because his name Denzel. You know, you only know one Denzel. And I heard, you know, so I think the first time I listened to him, it could have been a, a feature he did or it could have been just other music. But whatever he did got me to continue to listen to him. Mm-hmm. Um, Taboo, which came out with four years ago, still my favorite project from him. You listened to a couple of those yeah. songs. This is my second favorite. I say my second favorite just because it recently came out. But this one is going to grow, you know, age well and stuff. Okay. Um, so, with some, so sticking into the music, but not like new music. It was something I saw yesterday on Twitter. So it was the uh, female rap room is a is a Twitter account. They okay. talk about female rappers, and okay. they had put out this uh, picture of like a Mount Rushmore from different eras and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I looked at it and I thought it was good, but I kind of want to get your thoughts of like you know who they could be missing, who could be taken out, or what you think of this list. So first, Mount Rushmore is the old school. Okay, so is there a head for each era? Yeah, it, it, yeah. How it, many? How many heads is on Mount Rushmore? It's four. Okay. But the, but the first one I'm gonna mention is technically <clears throat> five, but two people are a group, so they count them as one. Okay. So from the uh, from the old school era, they have Roxanne Shante, MC Light, Salt and Pepper, Queen Latifah. Then for the the golden era is what they called it. They have Little Kim, Lauren Hill, Missy Elliott, Eve, and then the in the current. Hold era, on, so I, so the first era was that like old school. Was us for like eighties, early nineties. Like, Okay. Yeah, and then the next one was pretty much like '90s, early 2000s, but mainly '90s. Say that. Say the second group again. Okay, Little Kim. Uh huh. Lauren Hill. Okay. Missy Elliott. Eve. Okay. And then the last one is the current era today's. Okay. Nicki Minaj. Uh-huh. Cardi B. Megan Thee Stallion. Do- Doja Cat. So, I'm gonna be honest with you. As I look at the list, I don't necessarily have. An issue, not necessarily like an issue, but I don't, I wouldn't necessarily change a whole lot. But I wanted to ask you because we've talked about female rap on this podcast multiple times, especially like our first episode. 
from that from the list I just told you, who is some people who you they would, didn't they didn't mention Foxy. I know, and that's what I'm gonna get to. People have talked about that in, in the comments, but I'll get to that in a second. Anybody else? Um, uh, I think I'll, before I think of the 2000 rappers, I'm think of like the 90s mm -hmm. female. You said MC Light. Mm -hmm. well, uh, yeah. Could we even name Left Eye? Could you do members of a group? I wouldn't mention Left Eye, even though on the Ladies Night record that Lil Kim had, it was her, Angie Martinez, uh, Missy Elliott, the Brat. Mm -hmm. I think those are all four in Lil Kim, of course. I think it was. I think I named them all. Um, Left Eye to me had the best verse, and she was going against. She was a good rapper, though. She was, I, but I would never. But when I think about female rap. I wouldn't mention Left Eye first. Uh, so I wouldn't put her... Like, if you're... Now, I'll put her on a list if you talk about girl groups back in the day. So I'll put, like, TLC, Destiny's Child, SWV, and Escape. That would be a Mount Rushmore okay. of groups. That's what I would do. Um, But I wouldn't mention Left Eye by herself. I don't... I mean, I don't really know all the hip-hop mm -hmm. females. Like, uh, what people say, maybe Yo-Yo. Yo... Right I wouldn't now? put Yo-Yo. Yo-Yo was good, but Yo-Yo didn't have... I don't remember, like... Uh, I never listened to a full-length album from her before. What about or, um, Baby D? Oh, uh, Lady of Rage? Same thing. Same thing with Yo-Yo. They okay. wouldn't... They were big... See, at this point, I'm just naming female rappers that I know. I feel you. I feel you. But at the same time, I wouldn't even put them on a Mount Rushmore. Like, and now if you were like... I think they're both from the West Coast. <clears throat> Give or take, I'll probably... There was never a West Coast rap. Well, other than them, but like... Like part of a group. Yeah. Like oh. how Bad Boy had Lil' Kim. No, I and think like, they were all, uh, they were all different places. Because oh, okay. I think Yo-Yo really came from like Ice Cube and Lady of Rage came from like Snoop Dogg. But they weren't like a group or anything. Okay, yeah, they know. All right, so but the... um, So the new ones though? Don't... Mm. So you wouldn't put Doja in there? Would you replace her with somebody? Because it was, you said it was Doja Cat. It was Doja Cat, Megan, uh, uh, Cardi, and Nikki. Okay, so. Cardi to me, I mean, excuse me, Nikki automatically stays because she Correct. had an era. Um, Cardi, because she's broken so many records. and. Okay, so then what? So, okay. So you're both adding them for different reasons. Of course, I would say... Well, accolade from each one, that to me will make sense why they will be in there. That's what I mean. Not necessarily skill level. Oh, yeah. Well, both of them have a good skill level. Okay, but we know Cardi is not a better rapper than Nicki. As okay, far but, well, as... rapper-wise, I'll give you that. Now, <laughs> to me, uh, Cardi makes a better album than Nicki. Okay. That's a, you know... But I... And better singles. Okay. Better songs, but not a better rapper. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and although I wouldn't even say Nicki's the best female rapper, but I wouldn't put the female best female rapper if we're, if we're talking because all the people I just named is mainstream and mainstream enough to all, everyone, you know. Because I like I like Rap City, but Rap City to me has to be on a different type of list. Like you know, so crazy. It's like even us talking about this. Like I was trying to think. Mm -hmm. It's actually really hard for the current one because this is the first time ever where it's um multiple ladies yeah and before it was nikki for so long mm. and it's like i kind of do want to um you know keep megan because she's almost kind of on the same run as 
Nikki. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to start with this. <clears throat> like, Megan is now, you know, she's solidified within hip-hop. Mm-hmm. But then now it's like, Megan is slave, but surely, you know, like, mentoring over, appealing to the white folks. Yeah. Like how Nikki did. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. but Doja Cat, hmm, nah. I, I like uh, Doja Cat's uh, pop records better than I like Nikki's pop records, to be honest with you. Yeah. And the, to me, the reason why I, you know, because there was a big discussion that was. But that's because you didn't like week. you didn't like Nikki's gimmicky era, and that's why she did the pop records. Th- that's true. I didn't like the gimmicky era, but but the thing about it is, is that like I went from like like she to me went from like spitting pop era. Now she got kind of back in the rapper shit, kind of like in the middle lane, and then you know whatever. I think that her records back in the day hit more of what they're going to do today. Even with the good... Because she did a great feature on the Coyle Ray song. Um, the Fabio song. The You know, she's, she's probably going to have a good project if she's putting these songs on, on something. But at the same time, I really do think that Doja Cat, to me, also felt like it's... I feel like she got the torch that Nicki in the lane that she was in. I feel like Doja Cat is taking good care of that, that part right now. Um, because um, I know it's a big discussion. They talking about is she a rapper or not? She can spit. Um, I mean, but if we if we talking now, if we're talking star level, because that's to me is a star level from the current era. I really seriously think that Doja belongs on that list because I, I mean, don't. Sweetie good, but Sweetie's not better than Doja when it comes to rapping. Um, Lotto's good, but Lotto, I feel like it's just need the next. But I don't think Doja belongs on it because okay, Nicki's on there because of. Skill and accolades. Mm-hmm. Cardi's on there because of accolades. Megan is on there because of skill and accolades. She has a Grammy now, and mm-hmm. like I said, and like I said, she's like on the same trajectory as how Nicki Minaj's is. What does Doja Cat have? I think here's the thing. So as we're recording this tomorrow, is the Grammys. She's I walking mean, out with one. Okay, I mean, so I think so. You could say Doja Cat got. Skill, but okay, but so, if you do skills, there's a lot of other rappers better than Doja. So back to the original question: Who you replacing then? Doja Cat. I mean, who you replacing her for? I mean, to say. No one yet. So you just keep it three for Mount Rushmore. You gotta have for a now. Spot. For now. Okay. Doja ain't earned that spot yet. Okay. So and like I said, hip hop, female hip hop is just now starting. I feel like to take off, like it's. So many young women out there that are rapping, mm-hmm. but now it's like they need to have longevity, and then they also need to get. They just need that push. Okay. Okay. Um. Well, I would say the re- now real quick before we go to the next thing, the second one, the the group, you know, Lil Kim, Missy, uh, Lauren Hill, and Eve. I'm keeping that the same. Cause Damn, you know, we've been talking about this for a, a minute. Yeah. I like Eve is not. People were saying get Eve out of here for Foxy. I love Fox, but Eve is so much better than Fox. That's just my personal opinion. So, all right. Well, let's talk about the slap heard around the world. We can talk about it briefly, just just because I feel like everyone is brought their attention. Okay, so if we're gonna talk about it quickly, this is my quick thoughts about it. Uh, Do you think he should have did it? No, he should have. This is what I feel like what should have happened. He should have if he. I felt like he did that because of Jada wasn't laughing because everyone know he saw him. He was laughing his ass off when he heard that joke. He thought it was funny. I think it's okay for him to check him. Yes, but I but I don't agree with him. Or after the show. Yeah, I don't 
Um, or even him doing it there would have been fine. But I don't agree with him going up to him and slapping him. Yeah. Because that's the part that was... Yeah. For what? Yeah, and then on top of that, it's almost like because you're you're slapping Chris Rock. That's not really. I know you're from West Philly, but that's not giving me street cred. That's not giving me you're a tough guy. You just you know. You whatever. think that's the reason why he did it? He probably he probably is. he probably picked his battles. Now this is my situation. It's gonna sound weird, but if I'm Chris Rock, I'm gonna keep going because you gonna because you gonna earn them steps to come back up here. You got me the first time. I'm gonna give you that. And and. and but at the second time, I'm I'm gonna I'm now about to really go in like. But I mean, but he only just laughed. And the funny part about it is Chris Rock didn't even write the joke. That was whoever was writing for the Academy. Okay, but even if he didn't write the joke, though, he knew the joke. He didn't have to say it. He didn't. But at the same time, he did. And and I don't know if he knew about the alopecia or whatever. But at the same time, it's it's. Or even if he didn't, like people were but saying. That's but 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 everybody. But even like what people were saying. Like, you don't talk about a black woman's hair. You, ever. you don't. I get you that. I, here's the thing. He even, did the, good, he, joke, he no. even did the good hair documentary. I know. When I had said the joke, no. But at that point, it could have been so, anything. So he he could have talked about he, something. He could have talked about the attainment, but he didn't. He, he didn't. He didn't have to talk about her hair. Yeah. He could have talked about something else. You're a comedian, right? Mm-hmm. Come up with a different joke. You got plenty of other jokes. Say a different one. I got you. But just like... May he rest in peace. Like my man, Patrice O'Neill said, whatever comedy comes out of my mouth, it could be funny to everybody. It could be funny to nobody. But at the same time, it's funny nonetheless. So. Yeah, if I'm at a comedy show. Well, okay. But that's the thing. Okay. But But those things. uh, The Academy Awards is like you crack jokes and stuff. Yeah. But it's not a. One comedian that wasn't really funny that's cracking jokes the whole night. Okay, but. Cringy. But that wasn't a comedy show. Mm-hmm. It would be different if you went to a comedy show and you knew what you were going to see. Correct? Yeah. Correct? Uh, in, okay. in the case for your conversation to make it easier for you to think about, yeah. But at the same time, like, come on now. Both that, were wrong. Can we agree for that? Yeah, we can. Okay. Um, But I will say that, that if I do think it's messed up that we ain't even going to talk about what actual, not we, but like the world. No one's ever going to remember the award show for what it was. We only going to be talking about this one thing when it comes down to awards. The Grammys, like I said, tomorrow, I'm sure somebody got one, of the, one in the top. Who's mm-hmm. hosting the Grammys? Oh, uh, Trevor Noah. Okay. So, you know, all can happen. All right. NFL uh, change rule. Or oh, rule change, I should say. So, basically. Change rule. Change rule. <laughs> The NFL is gonna uh, is required to have every thirty two teams. All the thirty two teams has to have uh, an offensive minority coach, and it also mean it can also be a female coach as well on their team. So they have to hire another coach of a, a minority or a female. Now, as before, I kind of like you know think what I what I feel about it. What is your thoughts about that? Do you think that's a good um, idea? Do you think they just it's causing too much publicity? I just the fact that they have to make it a rule a rule itself is crazy. Right. I do think that it was the pressure from what everything that was going on with uh, uh, Brian Flores from the Miami Dolphins and mm-hmm. everything oh, all that stuff going on. Um, 
I, I think that they just trying to like to not put themselves in a position where people are not talking about diversity because there's no black owners. There's all just white men and everything. Um, there, there's only currently, as of today, before they start hiring some more coaches, only two black head coaches in the NFL mm-hmm. um, right now. And um, you don't really see a whole lot. We have a lot of black players. And I do think a lot of people that was probably. But my thing is, though, why don't black coaches get hired? You think? Do you think they apply and they just? I do think they apply. We had a lot of them back in the day, and I think all of a sudden, okay. And this is just, this is just what I think happened because a lot of them used to be legendary. So either you retire and they hire a next guy, he wasn't as good or something like that. Mm-hmm. I do think that, and, and and so this is gonna sound like a, a race thing for sure, but this is just my personal opinion. Let's just say you get a black coach. He's there for a few years. He got great players on the squad. He goes because it's about, what's, what I think, 17 games now. But back in the day, it used to be 16. So we'll just stick with that. So 16 games. So, you know, you can go like 10 to 6 one year. That's pretty good. Make the playoffs maybe, you know, whatever. Um, 9 and 5. No, 9 and 5. Uh, that's the last game. I'm sorry. 11 and 5, you know, whatever. You know, mm-hmm. you're good. 8 and 8. And then one year, you just win like four games. That one season, now you could have made the playoffs, divisional playoffs, everything the year before. Next year, you win four games, boom, you fired that year. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think sometimes, if it's a white coach, probably the same thing I said, but then they had three losing seasons and didn't get fired. I do think that there's a lot of guys we looking at, like, why is he still a head coach? He's still there. But then, like, the brother, he gone, and I forgot he was gone because, you know, he just had one bad season possibly, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not going to fire the guy that's going to, um, unless they really have it in their contract. We talked about this, how like you have to absolutely win X amount of games, X amount of games and you didn't, you, you was one short, but Hey, bye. Good luck on your future endeavors type shit. Oh, uh, I just, I just don't know if this is a lot of people going to be like, you know, I'm just going to sell my season tickets and all that, which is crazy. Cause like my nigga, you just watching the, the game itself. You're not going to watch. I know, but it's. Shit. But it's just, like I said, it's just so crazy that they even had to like make it a rule, right? That hey, like there are too many white people in the room. Like it's just crazy to me because you would think in twenty twenty two, like this should have already like, been happening. Like in twenty twenty two, diversity in the office or in the workplace should be normal. It should be a thing. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be something that they have to make a rule right. to where you need to hire. X amount of thing, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, and that's why a lot of those times when they wrote these, they write these rules. They never, they wrote it for themselves. They never kind of wrote it, write it for the, for the best, best of the the league and everything like and that. And too, like, why did y'all do it now? How come y'all could have made the announcement like until after it already happened? Because oh, now so hire all the coaches and then was like, yeah, because then because because that because now we all know like them nigga, you know they didn't really want you for real. They had to. They I had about to. That too, they we, had to hire you. Yeah, because it's like, damn, you know, like, hey, babe, guess what? I'm the the office coordinator of the New York Jets. You have no football. Yeah, I know, but I'm a brother, so they got they got. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah. I hate. I would hate that. Hopefully, they would. Hopefully, it turns into like a situation where those coaches actually do well for themselves, that they do get future head coaching jobs. I agree with you on and that. And people gonna be like, oh, you're the minority nigga that they hired. Huh? Yeah, I, I hope it does. I mean, but shoot, you know. We'll see what happens with that. Um, okay, so also moving on along, Rick Ross, he talked on the podcast when they asked him about were you a correctional officer? And he admitted. 
he was a correctional officer. He said he did it for four months. He did it for four months. Uh, he uh, he did it because maybe like a homeboy may have been in there, and so they thought he didn't want to do it, but he did it anyway. Uh, reason why he decided, you know, he stopped going in and all that, and uh, he didn't want to run and jog. That's what he said. He, I have to say this, and he said I, and he was like, I was late and tardy a couple times. Yeah, they was only paying me. They was only paying me $500 a week, you know, here and there, boss. <laughs> you sound kind of, you sound like I had, to, I had to say it a couple times just to get there. Um, but you know what? I appreciate his honesty because he didn't I answer just realized, question. I just realized you were saying, boss, <laughs> like to hype yourself up, like you got this. Yeah. <laughs> Channel of boss. Yeah, but right now, you yeah. Know, <laughs> I want a couple million, a couple billion maybe. I just got a fire truck, you know. I got you. <laughs> but at the same time, I, I I appreciate him being honest. Because now it's almost like, I know people talk, like, Rick Ross got the hardest beats. He got, like, you know, he about that trap life, about that dope life, and coke life, cocaine cowboy, if you will. Uh-huh. I guess that, to me, I took it as, okay, he only did that for four months. So if you go in to be a correctional officer for correctional officer six months or more then you can't talk about that life but four months and you ain't really stick committed to it you're okay <laughs> but the fact that he quit not because he was like nah I'm, you know i'm a drug dealer i can't be doing both i'm on these beats and i got like you know I, I gotta pick a side this nigga <laughs> stopped because he didn't want to run because he was lazy but so he's not gonna get in trouble because how you gonna run from the cops you know i guess <laughs> the cops coming, he's just gonna be like they will call Rose. At least he was honest. Yeah. But um I'll take that at least. I'll take that. Alright. So um I guess we can go ahead and get into uh Can You Believe This Shit? Okay. Did you want to go first? Um, you can go. Okay. And then I'll do mine after you. Alright, hold on. Okay, you guys. Get my phone ready. Here we go. A man named Bryant had always been in love with his friend Desiree White. Unfortunately, he got the gumption to tell her on the day of her wedding, during the best man speech, which he was delivering. He was also best friends with the groom. Brian said during the speech, he said, little mama so hood, I love your girl. Little mama stay fly, I love your girl. Wife beat her with the denim, I love your girl. She keep them heels on high, I love your girl. Hold on, is that a dream song? Oh, dang, that was, I'm sorry. Wrong quote. He said, I remember the first moment I saw this, I loved her. I fell in love with her. I knew she had to be mine. I thought she was the most beautiful person I've ever seen in my life. Brian poured out his heart after some 200 guests. So he basically, so is he saying I'm in love with her? Or is he also saying too, I'm in love with her and she's been sleeping with me this entire time? No, he's not that second part, but the first part for sure. Okay. Which obviously left Desiree embarrassed and confused as up to that point. She thought that their relationship was strictly platonic. Okay, so he wasn't cheating. She wasn't no, cheating. On, okay. No. So later that evening, Desiree shared a dance with Brian, and she was like, "Well, why, why didn't I, you give me a chance? I want to take care of you, you know." Now, he what said, the fuck? After he confessed his love, he still, he's still there. Yeah, he's still right, right. He dancing like, like Where's the groom? The, the, he 
still with the guests and shit like that. I uh, know, hold on. I, I so know. after he professed his love, the the wedding continued. <laughs> the reception one. did. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So I, I, we, let's let's recap one thing. Or did, did you skip a part? I didn't. Okay. This is basically this is what happened. Chris Rock said a joke about Jada in the crowd. Will walked up, slapped him. This dude confessed that basically I loved your girl from the moment I met her. She has to be mine. Guess what? Delivered the speech, sat down, ate his food, got on the dance floor. Girl, the bride walked up to him and was just talking to him like it ain't nothing. Nobody kicked him out. Nobody checked him. The other groomsmen, none of that. I'm reading it how it's going. That's crazy. All right. So, now, Desiree telling the New York Post, you know, he asked him what he said. He said, nothing. I love you. I love the groom, but he got quiet, right? So she talked up, you know, he was drunk and lonely, so she was kind of consoling him and everything. Less than a year later, her marriage is falling apart. She's beginning going through depression. She remembered everything Brian said to her. So they began to hang out during the divorce, and, you know, one day they kissed. She kissed back within a, day, with a year within that kiss. Brian and Desiree became a couple, now have a kid. Broke nigga, broke bitch, got a broke kid. And 10 years later, they have four kids now. She is living the dream. She says we love being parents. And the 20-year-old... Okay. I didn't realize they were... Not 20-something. Just, okay. This surprised me. 20-year-old Desiree says she couldn't... You know, she loves being mom of four kids. and couldn't imagine how her life would be today. So, yeah. I can't believe it because the fact that... One, you brought up a good point. The wedding still... I mean, the reception and everything. He can get kicked out. Yeah. This the, wasn't on social media where she kind of... The uh, groom, text message. The groom sound like a little bitch. Yeah. How you go... You go... <laughs> you lost your best friend and your girl. Or I should say you lost your best friend and your best friend. So, yeah. That's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> it was white. <laughs> They was like, I plead the fifth. <laughs> yeah, they was white. Cause they ain't no. Cause I was saying I know ain't no, ain't, ain't, ain't no, no, ain't no nigga gonna let yeah, you talk. Right. Like, you gonna think? Hold on, hold on, hold on. First of all, let's just be honest. Let's just keep it. But how far do you think they gonna get in the speech? Yo, I ain't gonna lie. I've been loving your girl. You know, just like hell, cause they gonna be like, "Hey, yo, man, what the fuck, bro?" <laughs> and, and you know what? You know what? Because I'm gonna throw in one more before you get yours. All the groomsmen and whoever, how many they were, also some bitches. Ain't nobody check him. Hey, it's Brian. He probably just kidding. He's a little drunk, but drunk people tell the truth. So what the fuck? <laughs> okay. All right. Okay, y'all. So my, can you believe this shit? Um, this is another story mm-hmm. about. Why you should not do drugs. Okay? <laughs> this, is, this is the dare, the dare podcast. <laughs> okay. So this one says, Bronx man near, nearly loses penis after injecting it with cocaine. Okay? A man nearly lost his penis after um, injecting it with cocaine, which left it black and rotten. While not much... Now, not much is known about the man's identity. The son reported that the doctors at the Bronx Care Hospital Center were stunned when the 35-year-old turned up in the emergency room in complete agony. He told the staff that he had spent three days in excruciating pain mm-hmm. after he injected cocaine directly into the versal vein of his penis, which runs the full length of the shaft. He admitted to injecting at the site multiple times. 
However, this was the first time the penis injection was nearly fatal. The man had a long-standing drug problem, listen to this, mm -hmm. and resorted to injecting cocaine into his, into his penis once all the other injection sites were damaged. So, you know, so you know the veins in your arm right. and shit? Right. Hands. He ran out of veins. Mm -hmm. Do you know how much of an addict you have to be to then be like, oh, fuck, I do got veins on my penis. <laughs> yeah. Do you... Do you know how, like, either high you are or you, like, are fiending for this high that bad? So, let's just throw this out first, okay? If he was not aware that he's a drug addict, that tells me you know for sure you're a drug addict. The, the, the way you will go for that, you know? Yeah. The length or whatever, you know? But uh, I feel like I got so many questions, and I feel like all of them are Paul's worthy. So maybe I'm not gonna ask them questions. I mean, there's more to it, with like more descriptions of how nasty it was. Mm -hmm. But I was just like, "Fam, you started injecting your dick, bro." Uh, I'm sure he didn't have a, a significant other, cause um, I mean, because I, I mean, now I know coke is soft and like crack is hard. So he was shooting in his like with a needle. You know, oh oh, he just gave a new meaning to dope dick. Ah, that shit's killer. <laughs> he lost. He damn near lost his dick. I go for it. I'm not gonna fret. I don't think I would. I would take this. Like they brain. said, he he was gonna have to have surgery, um, cause he had this tissue was dead. If I'm the doctor, y'all. But they said he didn't. Uh, he said he didn't want to. Um, have the, the surgery, so they gave him uh, antibiotics. antibiotics and began wound care. I mean, I don't know what it did. It work? I don't know. He might have lost his penis, or well, he lost a lot of it. I feel like it had. To, I feel like it would hurt to even just try to pee. He can't pee. He yeah, definitely. I know exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it's building up. Uh -huh. and it's worse each time. Mm -hmm. You got to really go to the bathroom. You know. That man. What kind of high is he on? I don't want it. No. That's crazy. That is. Very, very much so. Y'all, don't be doing them. Don't be doing drugs where that's what you got to do to get that high feeling. That's yeah, crazy. Just marijuana. That, that, this marijuana. That's it. You know, you don't lose your teeth like you on meth. No. You know, all that type of stuff. Just if you, you know. God. Right. And he was a. Well, actually, no, he's not. I was going to say he was a white man, but I don't know. He's a man. Mm -hmm. So, hey. Uh, <laughs> I ain't got nothing else. All right. I don't need to, but uh, I hope you guys enjoyed uh, our podcast episode this week. I don't think anything is coming up. I know Easter's like in a couple weeks, so it's not anything soon. If you're watching the Grammys tomorrow, enjoy the Grammys, and uh, we'll probably recap that for sure next week's episode and everything. But until next time, everyone. Bye. And everyone, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Podbean, as well as follow us on all social media platforms at RNDM Combos. Thank you for listening.